did look yeah. at you. Uh, I was already laughing. <laughs> you were so ready to go. Um, that time I did it on purpose. I knew I would easily get a laugh out of you because this is the second time recording our intro. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast main event. This is for the spookiest of all of the pay-per-views, Hell in a Cell 2019. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. I'm Tyler. I'm Carrie. And we are guaranteed you right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Welcome again, you guys. We, um, we're recording this again. Not the whole show, thankfully. We didn't have one of those terrible malfunctions that sometimes take place where you have to record whole episodes a second time. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you guys excited? It's hell in a cell. It's so spooky. Well, it's we only found out about four of the matches about a half an hour ago. That's true. Yeah, there were four matches up until like four o'clock. Um, because for some reason we had to totally start and do everything on premiere week. So very exciting. Um, we're going to start, we have a, a little bit to talk about, I think before the matches, considering most of these matches we've seen a million times, they're all kind of lame, except for the four we knew about going into it. Uh, I think those will be fine. At least three of them anyway. Joke's on you. If you stop watching the weekly shows, these are all fresh and new. Oh, all right. <laughs> you know what? That might be better for you then. Yeah. Uh, this is why Joe is the champion. <laughs> yeah. This might be really, really exciting for you. Um, but before we do, uh, we're going to kick things off talking about premiere. It was like the biggest week in wrestling in like 20 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty safe to say that. Uh, started off uh, the season premiere of Raw, which is normally very stupid because they're on every single week. So there is no season premiere. Uh, but this one actually felt a little different. They had a new stage, which looks okay. It's basically just all a screen. So, like, as opposed to being, like, there was screen and then stuff and then screen ramp, it's just all screen, like, curved down, and you just come out through the screen. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Um, Some people will benefit from that more than others. Yes. Some of the things will probably look really stupid. Yeah. Um, in terms of the videos that they make to accommodate all screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new announce team, uh, which immediately made it feel second tier. Like, just because these were people that most people weren't used to hearing, I'm used to hearing them on 205 Live. Right. So, like, it immediately felt like I was watching main event, like, or superstars, or 205 Live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, it imme- I was like, oh, that's kind of, that's kind of sad. It, I was expecting, like, season premiere, big feelings, and then just, like, Nope. Mm. Regular old Raw. Uh, But the biggest thing of the week uh, was when we got to Wednesday, because there was no Tuesday Night Smackdown. We will get to what happened to Smackdown this week uh, in just a little bit. Uh, But the Wednesday Night Wars have started. It is now live NXT two hours on USA, as opposed to one hour on USA and one hour on the network. Uh, But two full hours of live NXT going up against two full hours of live AEW Dynamite. Um, so you guys have not watched any of live NXT, correct? You're still... No, I watched the premiere, the first episode mm-hmm. that was just one hour, but yeah. I watched that because um, I was actually, that was when I was traveling. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was actually like just caught in the cat. I was like, oh, there's actually USA in my hotel room yeah. and I can actually watch this. Um, and I liked that, but like when it came down to what am I going to watch on oh, Wednesday, yeah. that was no question. I mean, I've watched, I've watched NXT on network. I've watched it when it moved to Wednesday nights and live. Uh, but I absolutely was going to watch the newest thing in wrestling, the hot upstart, the new company that's changing the world and making it look like a sport and giving everyone health insurance. Uh, it's AEW Dynamite. So, John, you, I think, are the biggest AEW fan in the room. Uh, we watched it live mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, what is your thoughts on AEW Dynamite? I'm glad that it's uh, a lot of wrestling and not a lot of bullshit. Um, it was a, a shaky start though. Mm. There was a lot of botches, like 
mm-hmm. talent-wise. Um, there wasn't a lot of hiccups uh, technical-wise, which is nice. No, that's good. Because their last um, like uh, pay-per-views have been kind of technically messed up. Yeah, mics like, cutting out and random subtitles coming up on the screen and graphics just, being wrong. Yeah, and, like just abutting the like we're gonna turn you off of pay per view, so you better hurry up and get everything done. Yeah, um, uh, the uh, mute logo coming up at one point during somebody's entrance, which was funny. The what? The like mute logo for like the iPhone. It had like the like sound with the the bar oh, through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it came up through uh, private parties intro. Mm-hmm. Um, Not but, on Wednesday. This was on no, no, no. This Wednesday. was one of the other ones. Wednesday, was really Wednesday was pretty smooth. Um, like. Technically, uh, for uh, a first week of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, we got a new belt, uh, the women's title. It's ugly. It, it looks like a fingernail. It looks like a fingernail. Yeah, it's weird. And I'm it's not... it's super small. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Because um, like we were talking about it, and we're like, okay, that's a really, really small belt in the male referee's hands. That's going to be a really, really small belt if it is ever on Nyla Rose because mm-hmm. she's like she's a bigger person. Yeah. Um, and it even looked really – it almost seemed like it shrunk when they gave it to Riho because like it still seemed even smaller. And she's like, what, five feet even and 98 yeah, pounds? She's and really, it looked yeah. small on Tiny. her. So like it's like the one ring, it adjusts. <laughs> yeah, it bears it. Which I guess is cool if that's what they do. If they're gonna continue, like if all of a sudden they give it to like Awesome Kong and it's way bigger, be like, okay, I guess that's cool that they're like <laughs> modifying it a little bit. Maybe there's lore there that we'll find out, you know. But I did think it like it's just a weird belt. I don't I don't really like any of the AEW belts so far. Although they they did unveil the tag I think on the internet, and I do like those. Yeah, because they showed them. Uh, Kevin Smith had them. Yeah, Kevin Smith and uh, Jason Mewes had them. Yeah. Because they were promoting their new movie that's coming out. Yep. Or is already out. No, it comes out like next week. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Two weeks. But yeah, Riho's the women's champion, which mm-hmm. is which awesome. Which we're very excited about. That was super cool. I love Riho. She's the best. Yeah. Um, we had some not surprising stuff happen. Like uh, John Moxley came out. Yeah. I think, I mean, you had to have him on your first show. Right. But he came out like mid-match. Like yeah. he didn't wait until the match was over. He just came out and beat the crap out of Kenny Omega and threw him through a very thin glass table. Mm-hmm. It well, still he looked good though. Yeah, because it, it was the like the super dirty deeds. I forget what it's called. Uh, whatever his like lifting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, through that table, that was pretty sweet. Uh, I did see a lot of jokes like, "Dude, didn't you just have a staff infection and you're out here like put yourself through yeah, table, rolling like, through glass tables? It's not really smart. Well, uh, it's sugar glass anyway. He uh, he interrupted that match and yet nobody got disqualified. They just kept it going. For yeah, some no, reason. I thought that was weird. Yeah, Kenny was just. Dead on the outside, and they're like, "All right, we'll just keep, we'll just keep wrestling." Yeah, he's dead in the VIP area. Yeah, just like left up there amongst the AEW crowd. <laughs> and then uh, a real surprise, which was uh, Hagar or Jack Swagger. So yeah. Jake Hagar. Jake Hagar is his. Yeah. Is, is his real name. Uh, he looked awesome. Yeah, he's yeah, su- he's super jacked. He's also still doing MMA stuff. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. undefeated in Bellator. Um, what did you guys think about that? Because that was really the only big surprise. Nobody else came out. There was like we got the weird Kevin Smith Jason Muse cameo, which I didn't. I muted that. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Well, like, yeah. and then I Jack... don't blame them for doing some celebrity pandering, especially no. for first show. Like, yeah. I have no problem with it, but I don't want to listen to it. Like, yeah, I just muted it. When I saw they were off the screen, I was like, okay, back to the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then it was just Jack Evans and and Helico just came out, and they're like, "You suck. We should be in the tag tournament or what?" Like, they just started crying. Yeah, like they're babies. like, "Your movie's not good." Yeah, and then Private Party came out and was just like. You guys suck. And they're like, what? Yeah. No, so they just us. left. And it was like, oh, yeah. Bye. Well, they got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very, very stupid. Um, but then a weird stable, not stable formed. 
See, I'm reserving judgment on what I think about this segment until I find out if they're stable or not. Because if they're just four dudes who wanted to beat up the other four dudes, I don't really like it. As no, I think it's stable. I, I, they made many, I, like, the announcers kept saying, like, it seems like Jericho's put together a real yeah. crew here. Like, I feel like they were planning to see And I'm hoping tomorrow. that's what it is. And not just, like, he put together a crew <clears throat> to take care of business tonight. Right. And then we'll have four separate feuds going off from this, which we may still anyway. But I would much rather have them be a fun heel stable uh, because I don't like Jack Swagger in the slightest. I don't care for him, but I mean, anything can get reinvented. So. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like we, I was talking, we were talking about it. And yeah. I'm like, if he's just gonna do We the People, which the crowd was chanting, I'm like, if they're just gonna, if they're gonna play into that, and he does super patriotic, you know, guy, I'm, I'm not here for that. I don't all. think that's what he's here to be. I think he's here to be Brock. Yeah. Well, I that's think why it was I like just it. the recognition. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that that was just yeah, there. Like exactly. We know, we see who you are. Yeah. 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 So like the crowd popped huge for it, which is oh, yeah. like which is awesome. Then they were hot all night, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, but like I'm still like I don't know. I want I want it to be the cool thing that I like, but I have to wait, obviously for yeah. next week to find out if that's true. I suspect very strongly Dynamite opens with the four of them walking out, yeah. possibly even with a music and a name, and I'd be I'm fucking here for that. Yeah, like, super fucking here for that. Yeah. Jericho leading a bunch of dicks like it's out. That's that's yes, yeah. yeah. that's what I love. Yeah, I really hope Jericho gets a little bit more back in shape because you can tell that he's really uncomfortable, like especially while he's wrestling. Like he's just not—I don't know. Like but he's, he's been doing this for a while in the shape that he's in. Yeah, he's—he's he's like he's like Ray Mysterio, where he's just kind of not in shape, but he's perfectly fine he doing like, this the way he is. He like pulled himself up on the ropes, and like it looked like he like he was like, huh. Like well, he's still, the he's ropes, still gotta get a little used to it. Yeah. The ropes also looked very loose. They were very loose, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. There were a couple people, there were some slips because mm-hmm. like you could tell that they were down way farther than they anticipated being. Yeah. Um also I suspect that there may be a uh Kenny Omega versus Nala Rose match coming. Oh yeah, they did like get he got in her face a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well because Riho. yeah, re- him and Riho used to tag uh, back in Japan. Like they were mixed tag. Um and she was like 16 when they started. So he like kind of trained her. Except and now she just looks 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I think she's 20. So yeah. it's not, it's not, not a lot, a no. lot has gone by, but yeah, he came out and like defended her, which was nice. Yeah. He like got in Nyla Rose's face too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's, he quit social media this week. He just needs to focus on himself. Cause well, he's, cause he's losing his mind. He, well, he's losing his matches too. Yeah. Wins and losses matter. They do. Yeah. What did you think about the show as a whole, Tyler? I really liked it. I, I had a good time. Um, it was exactly what I wanted. Yeah. A genuine alternative. Did you see that they're going to be uh, airing uh, AEW Dark on YouTube, which is all the dark matches? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so at least there's going to be like the other stuff. So if you wanted to see Jungle Boy or whatever, I don't know what the, the dark matches were for that week. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's basically their version of main event. But yeah. Like, you don't have to find out what weird UPN alternative channel it's on. <laughs> it's just on YouTube and you know it's there. Yeah, just it's just on their it. YouTube channel. Now, are they airing those live like beforehand as a pre-show or it's like Thursday they're available? I don't know. It was just a tweet that got sent out that just said AEW Dark coming to YouTube subscribe now oh so the first week's darks aren't out yet no oh okay gotcha. no I, I i thought that well, that was like their unveiling of it but yeah. no it was just they just said it's coming okay so at some point we'll be getting those that's pretty cool yeah if not i mean it could be you know today or something like that yeah carrie what'd you think i thought it was great i thought it was super great it was weird because i've only really been exposed to wwe Mm -hmm. wrestling Mm -hmm. so it was weird to have different announcers it was weird to see 
a bunch of genuinely new people for me, but mm-hmm. it was also great. Yeah. Like it was also really refreshing. Like I didn't feel like at any point I was like, like, what is this shit? It's like getting into a comic series that has 20 issues and not 20 years worth of backstory. <laughs> yeah. So who's like, who are you, you know, favorites right now? Oh. Yeah. Is there anybody that stood out to you on Wednesday? I, so. Or even from All Out, because you guys watched All Out as well. Yeah. So, it's interesting because I came into wrestling right after Cody Rhodes, or right before Cody Rhodes was leaving, because um, he was doing Stardust, mm-hmm. Yeah. right? Yeah. And I yeah. really liked Stardust. Yeah. I was super into it. Um, so, I'm actually really excited to, like, see him... Be him. Be him. Yeah. Um, and also knowing it's all, this is his baby project. Yeah. Like, it makes yeah, that's thing. super cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was too, like, fresh to really make favorites. Um, even with the women's match, I thought that the women's match was really, really good. But, like, I just, I just haven't seen enough of it to really establish... Like, you you know I make favorites based on bullshit, so... Well, yeah, I just didn't know if there was anyone who, like, initially stood out for you, because yeah. this is fresh to you, and... Yeah, I don't... I Other than, like, being really excited to actually, like, see Cody Rhodes in action, yeah. that's... That's what I'm here for. Nice. Yeah. It, was, um, it was a good start. Yeah, it definitely was. I didn't love it. I thought it was fine. And yeah, a I mean, good it's, first episode. Yeah, it's yeah. a good first episode. It yeah. didn't blow me out of the like the water. Or anything yeah, like that. it uh, it felt a lot, a lot like Nitro, which is fine because I watched a lot more Nitro back in the day by virtue of the fact that I was younger and it started an hour earlier than Raw. Right. So I watched you know at least the first hour of Nitro every week or the first two hours of Nitro because that's just what I was used to. Like I followed WWE and I watched that stuff too, but. Right. So it felt a lot like Nitro, down to even obviously Tony Schiavone being on commentary, which I hope he sticks through. Like, so I liked Golden Boy. I liked Alex Marvez or whatever. Mm-hmm. I liked him less. Um, but I, I want Schiavone and JR and Excalibur. I thought that was a great three man booth. Well, Schiavone fucking sitting next to JR is like, I mean, that's like, yeah. that's like Batman, Spider Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's so, yeah. it, it blew my fucking mind to listen to that diatribe. Also uh, worth noting, and I this is going to sound like a douchey thing, but it's absolutely not. I I absolutely felt like Jr. was rusty as fuck, and it was oh, actually he's, he's not great. Extremely comforting to know someone who is so good at something can be rusty. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it made me feel better about like anything I've ever had to pick back up. You know, what I mean? it's just because the man's a legend. Like there's no yeah. way, and it, you know that like next week will be better, and then mm-hmm. like it's just it's been a while. And like each pay per view has gotten better up until obviously Wednesday. Because like he's still learning this roster. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, and the one thing that he keeps doing, which some people don't like, I kind of find it endearing. Like he keeps referring to Jungle Boy, who wasn't on the show, as Jungle Jack, because his name is Jack. He has a familiarity with the human uh, rather than the Jungle Boy. Um, so he keeps calling him Jungle, which I just think is like a cool like insider thing. Like he he talks about his dad and how his dad would come to shows yeah. and stuff like that. So like I think that's cool, but some people are like, oh, he's not getting the name. Like they keep trying to correct him. He's like, his name's Jungle Boy, Jr. Like his name is Jungle Boy, and he's like, yeah, I call him Jungle Jack. I don't know what do, what do you want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, he's an OS shit. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he's definitely getting better, and he will just continue to do so. Um, I didn't like I didn't care about the Jack Swagger thing just because I need to be shown. That he's not like I need to be shown he's something new and different as opposed to just because every time WWE tried to make a big deal out of Jack Swagger, I just I was like, no, nice, nice try though. But they did a really lousy job of it. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, so like, yeah, they did. So I, I suspect uh, yeah. it's been a lot more successful. Right here. Yeah. The only thing that I didn't really like that I hope changes is I do want some promo segments. Like there wasn't really a lot of those. I need some reason for why these people are going to be fighting every week other than just like spirit of competition. I'll fight you. Okay, cool. Like yeah. I need a little bit like next Wednesday. I want Jericho to come out and explain. These are my guys. Yeah. We're here. I'm the champ. Uh, Tito and um, Santana or Ortiz and Santana are going to be the tag champs and Jake Hager is going to run rough shot through Kenny Omega and John Moxley and Cody Rhodes and everybody. Yeah. So like get ready for us. So like if that, I need a, like I want a promo explaining that to me rather than just like having to watch road to, you know, dynamite episode two or being the elite or whatever, yeah. which is where a lot of the story has come from for the pay-per-views. Yeah. That makes sense. But now that you're on my TV every week, I, I do want you to give me some like sports entertainment aspects of it as yeah. opposed to just wrestling. Because like, the wrestling is going to be good regardless. I want that like f- well-rounded show where I have that too. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. I do also want that. Yeah. But I did really like it. But I think they're doing the Nitro route where there's going to be the in-ring interviews more so than the, like, I got a mic and I'm going to talk for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so what would you guys think of the stage? Was I liked it. Yeah. yeah, it was a cool setup. I've never been a fan of the two like tubes. My only issue with that is, is that you can see them walking up the stairs. Um, so like if the camera's not on point, which the cameras were a little iffy also, yeah. like uh, when Jericho came running out, we were like, somebody's coming, the crowd's yelling. Like, yeah, it took a <laughs> long time for them to cut to him. Yeah. Um, so you can sometimes see them like walking up the stairs. Yeah. But that's a small thing. I mean, it's, a, yeah. it's also a small stage. Like, yeah, exactly. It's not a... Big no, it's not a big deal. It's just like a, you know, point counterpoint kind of it, thing. It felt like a big budget version of an indie show stage. Yeah. And that like I think is what this is. Exactly. I mean, like of. that's exactly yeah. what they probably said we want. So they nailed it, you well, know. Yeah. I told uh, I told Adam but um the name Dynamite came from Tony Khan uh, he called it dynamite because when he was a kid, he ran his own fake wrestling stable nice. with his uh, with his like you know action figures and stuff, and he called it Wednesday Night Dynamite. That's great. And so now that he has the money to actually make his own wrestling promotion, he named it the same thing as his like childhood dream. I mean, Wednesday Night Dynamite is a good name. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not bad. They don't call it Wednesday. Night I know they, they do. Don't call sometimes, it ads, yeah, sometimes they, they do. do yeah. But they're just like, welcome to the first episode of AEW Dynamite. Yeah, yeah I know that's not actually that, no. but it is good. Yeah, yeah. No. I, when John told me that, I was like, I don't buy it. It's just too coincidental that they happen TNT. to be on TNT. It sounds like Nitro, which is what this whole business has seemed like so far, which makes sense because Cody grew up around Nitro yeah. and learned about making Nitro from his dad. So, like, it makes sense. But it's just so convenient. They're like, really? You just so happen to have your own wrestling show called Dynamite, and then you ended up on TNT, so you could call it, like, mm, I don't know. I mean, it's still a cool story either way. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, conspiracy theorists about it. We're like, right. I don't know if I buy it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I'm I'm down to watch it every week. They haven't ruined it for me. I don't think they've reinvented the wheel like they they're claiming. But I always thought that was going to be just like a big claim, more so than like what actually came of it. So like, I don't know if the industry's re- like changed or a revolution as yeah. how he says, but it is for them as like the yeah. wrestlers. Like yeah. they have more control. Like they they obviously have insurance, which is nice. So I, like, I did see Tony Khan today say that the one of the only employees on the roster that doesn't have health insurance through them is John Moxley because he has uh, health insurance from his wife. so that's i think that's pretty crazy that he's wrestling for another promotion and yet wwe is his medical insurance provider yeah (laughs) that's great well and they're doing other stuff like uh promotions outside of the tv where uh cody came out during their um new york comic-con panel that was really cool beat the shit out of um 
Jericho. Yeah, I'm hoping they sh- like. Um, that's one of those things that I hope they show on Wednesday, rather than I have to seek out the article or the YouTube video showing the fight. It was officially tweeted from the like AEW on TNT yeah. Twitter, so like it's their it's their footage, so yeah, okay, it'll good. probably be on TV. Good, because that's the kind of things I want. Because like, yeah, I probably will see it online. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that I won't. Yeah, you know. I'm on wrestling internet, so like I'll see it. Mm-hmm. But I do want it to be like a part of the TV, thing. right? You just want it to be the lore one, as yeah, opposed just to just the backstage day. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall, I think a very you know a good show. I think everybody's still high on it, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll we'll see what comes of it. They did beat NXT in the ratings uh, for the first week, like by a double, I think, nice. which was always going to yeah, be yeah. It's the not case. surprising at all. They did about the same numbers as the first live NXT did. So, therefore, like, it just means more wrestling fans tuned in in total, which is always good. Uh, But we'll see those numbers go. And uh, WWE put out a statement that was like, it's not a one-night sprint. Like, congratulations to those guys. They knocked it out of the park. First show, success. Can't wait to, like, keep continuing to bring you awesome NXT on Wednesday and, like, let the chips fall where they may kind of thing. So, it looks like the war is on, at least, you know, in the fans' minds. And even though everyone in AEW is like, we're not at war with anybody. Whatever. Um, but then the last big thing of Premiere Week before we get to Hell in a Cell uh, for 2019 was the move to Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. This was very much the biggest budget. Fox's like Fox's SmackDown is definitely the A show now. Yeah, like if there was any doubt that it was going to be, it's definitely the A show. Uh, what did you guys think of Friday Night SmackDown? There were a lot of explosions. A lot of explosions. <laughs> they paid a lot of dollars for those explosions. They sure did. Yeah, that's, they got that Fox money now. That's about it. I thought it was weird that they had so many cameos from like raw people, but like I guess it makes sense with the shakeup coming. Um, but it was clear that they were really just like they were they were just like queen in the back of the car waving. Mm-hmm. They're just so. like here's all our people. Yeah, because they know there's new viewers tuning in. Yeah, I mean it made sense, and it, like it was kind of cool to see like what SmackDown could be when it really has the the backing. But yeah. I didn't really feel like we did anything overly monumental. No, it was very much a, like a best of, like a clip show almost. Yeah. Of, like here's what we can do, and nobody really got enough time. I don't think. Uh, I really love the stage. It, I do like the stage a lot. It feels very much like the original SmackDown with like the rings, but obviously it separated them and enlarged them. This like the whole jumbotron setup is huge. Yeah. Um, I really like that. They definitely had like a Fox feel in terms of like graphics and. You know, where they were putting, like, the hovering thing. Like, the stuff they do on pay-per-view, but not really on TV. Right. They were doing that. So, it felt like while I was watching a Fox football game, um, which was cool. I There were too many cameos also from people that they're definitely trying to get you hyped for future matches. But yet, most of the wrestling world doesn't know who they are. So, there was first the Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury, I think, is, is his actual name. And he's a giant boxing person. But, yeah. like... I don't know who that is. I, I don't only care. knew of him from like a random Deadspin article that I had read. And yeah. Like it, even still, I was, I was not overwhelmingly enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Like if, if he's coming here to wrestle full time, like I guess that's cool. I'll, I'll watch him wrestle Braun Strowman. Like that could be pretty fun. They're both the same size, and clearly he knows how to throw hands, and that's Braun's thing. Uh, and then obviously, all right. So we'll get to the whole main event of it because I think that was. I mean, Shane's fired. The ladder match was cool, but it was also weird to see it on TV because they, they went right from the elbow drop off the top rope through the announce table 
And when they came back from commercial, Kevin Owens was frog splashing Shane onto a ladder set up on the outside. I'm like, I feel like I missed something. I even like rewound it to be like, were they airing this during the commercials and I just missed it? Oh no, we just came right back to it. And boy, was that weird. Lucky we didn't miss that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what did you guys think of the main event? Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. So I have, Fuck to be, that. I have to be honest with you. I feel like WWE could not have done a bigger... So I right now currently am AEW's perfect demographic. I am someone who has not watched Raw or Smackdown, who has religiously watched Raw and SmackDown for ages. I haven't quit wrestling since Katie Vick. I was gone for a little while after that, but Fair. came back. So it's been years. I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown in weeks. Uh, I went was like one week of just like, well, I'm really playing this game right now. I'll watch them later. And then I didn't. And then the next week I was like, oh, well, I'll definitely watch it this week because I didn't watch last week. And then I didn't. And then the third week I was like, it's kind of nice. And I just didn't. That's kind of the boat I'm in too. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to lie. But like, but AEW, I was like, oh shit, I'm late. I turned AEW on and it was really entertaining and I enjoyed what I watched and it felt like fresh and new. So then SmackDown comes out. I'm like, all right, well, this is like, I'm going to watch SmackDown. Like this is the first yeah. SmackDown on Fox. Like, let's see what this stuff. And up until then, I was like, this wasn't bad. Like there was some newer stuff here. Like mm -hmm. it didn't feel like the same fucking show i've been watching for the last two years straight and then that happened and then that happened and not only does that happen not only do they do kofi that like, he couldn't have at least maybe done two like he couldn't have picked him back up yeah. and hit him with like two or three more yeah. and then no just one he's toast and then you roll out another lamer brock i'm gonna pretend about this guy who couldn't even be bothered to get in shape for this so to be fair, he's just getting over like a leg injury. Cool. And so I Come think here that, in six months. Yeah, I think that's why he's a way pudgier than I don't remember him from like ten years ago when he fought Brock. Even though I definitely watched that pay per view uh, when he beat Brock for the UFC title, um, but he definitely just looked like a roly poly pudgy motherfucker. Yeah, it's like, like you took my ass, off, no and I problem. was like, that was a mistake. Yeah. Like you should not have done. You're going to regret that when you see the footage, and bro. His tattoo is so bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's he's literally just a low budget. I mean, it's for the same budget, but yeah. Brock, like, and that's that's it. I just had this other company pour their heart and soul out in the ring to show me like we can be better than that. And then I had this company put on the the most expensive, explosive dog and pony show to show me we can't. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm done. Like I'm, I think I'm just gonna watch AEW for a while. Like I'm gonna watch pay per views. Yeah. I feel like it's all I need. No, you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I feel like that's like coming into this. I was very much thinking yesterday when I was sitting at home alone. I was like, oh, I like could watch her on SmackDown. I should do that. I can make my picks. And I was like, or I can make the pay per view interesting. Mm -hmm. Like. The vignettes will like teach me what's been going on, and yeah. then I can just my picks aren't going to be any better or worse for this. Mm -hmm. Our champion hasn't watched in in ages, and he did just fine. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but he also wins the participation award like well, every yes. other month of the year, so it's a it's an up and down. <laughs> yeah, but like I just it just really drove home the difference and made me very fucking happy that I had an alternative as opposed to just being like. But I don't want to not watch wrestling, so yeah. I'll be here next week. Yeah, I and you don't have to like slog through seven hours a week right. now. Also, that. Well, and I think that's part of it is that it's so much wrestling, and when we're fast forwarding through half of it, 
like it's just not it's, it's just not like, worth it like right. we'll intentionally leave ourselves like 45 minutes of fast forward time yeah. it's not even and about the commercials it's like that's yeah, half not the time what we're we trying forget to the commercials yeah. um, it's the way we talked about this last month where it's like okay it's the thing you I just watched before the commercial. Now you're going to show me that for five minutes, yeah. and right. then we're going to talk the Roman about Roman Reigns it. getting killed. Package for the 18th time yeah. tonight. Yeah. It's the Susan G. Coleman uh, Grinch fest for the yeah. next ten minutes. I need to be able to fast forward that shit. Mm-hmm. But That's I stupid. will. I will say that having it be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule may actually make Mondays a little bit more yeah. intriguing. Yeah, I agree with um, that. I think that part of the problem is that. You have a pay-per-view on Sunday, and the pay-per-views are still ramped up. We still see more pay-per-views now than we did two years ago, um, even though they've cut back from, what was it, like 19 last year? Well, it's just, um, the, it's just the one a month now. Yeah. And then right. the and then the Saudi shows, which... Ugh. Right. And so, we don't watch this live anyway, so... I feel like we watch pay-per-view on Sunday, and you're like, that was a good show. That was okay. And then you watch Raw on Monday, and you're like, that was a thing. Yeah. And then you watch SmackDown on Tuesday, and you're like, yeah, I could go to bed now. Yeah. It's yeah. 9.30, and I'm falling asleep, and I don't really care. Yeah, I think Monday, Wednesday, Friday is going to be the best thing for all wrestling fans involved. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. In terms of watching it. Especially when it comes time to, like, Mania season. Yeah. Where yeah. we're going to have a take... We're going to have Friday Night SmackDown take over possibly we don't even know what those will look like now um yeah i was sad that kofi didn't get any offense in i thought he'd at least maybe like maybe he gets a trouble in paradise and no. they're like, oh my god he's he could shock brock like that was the he most wasn't prepared. thing that yeah. fucking happened yeah, I absolutely was. like i don't what i think i what i also think may have happened was the other bits ran long because now they only have the two hours even no, though they did say that. that like we're gonna be on the air till like this is settled there is still plenty there was plenty of time yeah, to give them three that. f5s but that's the thing like i think that it ran long because they needed to do the kane velasquez stuff so they're like all right we're we were gonna give you three minutes now we're just gonna give you one and that's the pomp and circumstance the lead up to it i don't know that that's the case i would like to hope maybe no um as an optimistic more a more optimistic than not wrestling Wrestle- fan, but wwe has trashed any optimism that i have ever been able to feel <laughs> See, I, if for I let what go of i that, want out of this entertainment yeah. if i let go of that though then there's nothing then there's no reason to watch so like, and, i need to hold on to that and yet aew overflows with it there's hope and belief well yeah because it's the first it's the beginning like there's There's also a place you know we won't fucking do somebody dirty to make a quick buck god i hope not but like only time will tell i mean i guess that's true i I don't know they buried the young bucks for jack swagger so (laughs) uh think about it guys think about it Um, i mean i'd love to sit here and think that maybe like just maybe that was uh a first Friday night SmackDown like publicity thing. Yes. Like maybe Kofi gets that back, but I know he's not going to. No, he's, no, he's not, not going not. to. He's and he just took the completely. fucking belt off of the show. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Brock is like he's, he's a scheduled for SmackDown every week to like Survivor Series. Like that's part of his new deal. Because like that's he's... almost worse to me because I can't fucking stand watching yeah, him. I like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> See, th- it have... actually it does make it better for yeah. me if I know he's actually going to. Be a participant that that makes this a le- slightly less bitter pill to swallow still doesn't it, it doesn't just make makes it, okay it a golden it. dick but it's still a dick yeah well and i do feel like i feel like kofi's gonna get a throwaway rematch even though that's like technically not a thing anymore yeah um 
Actually, no, I don't. I actually don't. No, he's just going to go be with the new day. And yeah, they're they're going to win the tag titles, and he's going to be he's going to be fine. We're just going to have to all these people. He's gone through all these pay per views where his belt was on the line to have it be taken away at a fucking Friday night SmackDown by Brock fucking Lesnar, who can't be bothered to show off a less a less cool Brock Lesnar. Their new less cool. Well, I think that was a lot of the like the think pieces or whatever I've been reading about it were basically like. They did Cain Velasquez and they did Tyson Fury because they knew new people would be watching. And the numbers bear that out. Like, SmackDown did over $4 million on Friday, which is, like, double what it normally does week to week. Right. And was, like, almost triple what it was at its lowest point this year, which was just after WrestleMania of all times. Um, but I wonder what the dropout's going to be for the people who, like us who are now, like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, I don't know. People who were like, well, that was fun, but I'm not going to start watching wrestling. Yeah, like. Yeah, that's. Like, I feel like. like what, the first XFL game did like a 10.5, and the exactly. second one did like a 2.1. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. next week it'll probably settle back down. Uh, and, I mean, and I'm going to be honest, I'm never going to watch it live, almost ever. Like, I didn't watch it live this week. I. Like I do stuff on Fridays. Yeah, that's what I'm um, saying. So I'm I, never gonna, I'm never gonna not do something Friday night. Friday at eight night. o'clock has traditionally been the death spot on Fox. Like, yeah, that's like where Firefly landed. That's where you're know, like, when, yeah. like when when you knew X Files was done, it went to that spot. Yeah, you know, like that's where Fox shows go to die. Which made me think it was. That's funny. probably why they got it so cheap and could spend money on Pyro. Oh, no, no, they didn't they, get it cheap. No, they, they paid threw like eight paid billion dollars for, for it. Yeah. No, it was like really? two hundred fifty million. If anything, I think this actually might fit into what Fox's programming currently is, where it's like Thursday night is football, Friday night is wrestling, Saturday night is college football, and Sunday is NFL. So, like, I feel like they're just going Thursday to Sunday, we are a sports network from 8 to 11. And so, I think that's why it fits more in line with it. I don't know if next week will be... We, hey, look, we have these people you recognize, non-wrestling fans. Or if it'll be just, we're back to being SmackDown. Although next week is the draft, so that's going to be filled with celebrity cameos and all kinds of stuff, too. But also, right. you're you're putting this weekly television program into this otherwise undesirable slot to make sense for programming that lasts 16 and 20 weeks mm-hmm. of the 52-week year. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. yeah, that does make a lot of sense during football season. Yeah. But it already gets wonky when college stops mm-hmm. and then you have that weird blank in between and then NFL is done right after that. So, so you at least have bowl season. Yeah, I guess. So that'll carry you through to New Year's. Uh, but yeah, I like I'm not going to judge the same way I'm not judging AEW very harshly. I'm not going to judge Friday Night Smackdown super harsh just cuz these are brand new things. I want to see what these look like week 2, week 3, week 4. The problem is is that the brand new WWE thing ended on the most normal WWE thing ever. A, a, a crowd favorite being done dirty by Vince's golden boy so he could bring in his new golden boy. That's what made it so rough was that this otherwise new feeling thing yeah. ended on don't you fucking forget it's still my fucking show. And it was just like, I don't have to watch your show anymore, old man. Like, And I don't think I want to. See, I almost think it's more of a Fox mandate of like, we need we need Brock, we need Kane. Like, I feel like that's more like, hey, we have to show that we we can appeal to sports. Fans. I'm going to be real on the incredibly unlikely chance that Vincent K. McMahon listens to this podcast. I want <laughs> that old man to know. I will actually respect him less if this was Fox made him do it. I don't think it made him do it. I think they probably said, what can you give me that will appeal to the most people? And they're like, cool, we have a UFC guy. That'll bring the <laughs> it's just like, I'll oh, watch it. Perfect. Yeah. I'll show you what I can do. Yeah, exactly. I think it's more of that of like, how big can you go for me? And he said, I'll give you two former UFC heavyweight champions. And I'll give you all of our champions. And I'll give you a ladder match. And I'll give you 
pyro out the ass and I'll give you graphics and I'll give you whatever. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's not, that works. And if nothing else, Velasquez is here because they Fox definitely said to them, how can you make this more sports? Yeah. That's definitely yeah. the well, case. Well, to be fair, he also, like, he showed up in AAA, the, like, the Lucha Libre promotion uh, for a pay-per-view they did a couple weeks ago and apparently knocked the socks off of everybody. Like, everyone was like, oh, my God, he's ready to be a wrestler. And that's when, like, a bidding war started amongst everyone. I don't know that AEW reached out, but that was the, like, Everyone wants New Japan. Probably want like everyone wants a piece of Kane because like look at how great he did in his Lucha debut, mm. and so I think that's why they also use Ray to bring him in. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be a weekly part of SmackDown. I'm not necessarily jazzed for him to be a weekly part of SmackDown, um, but we'll see what Friday Night SmackDown is in Week Two and Week Three, and we've got the draft, and that'll shake things up. So yeah, drafts are fun. I'll at least watch that. We yeah. just got to wait eight months until he gets pregnant, and then he's off the show again. What? What? Like Ronda. Oh. oh, well, she's allowed to do that if she wants. Yeah. Her also, we'll choice. tell you why that doesn't work after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, anyone why can get pregnant. Why does she me? <laughs> no one will go ask her mother. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's all right. do the card. So Dear let's get to mom. the card now, now that we know that there How are eight babies matches <laughs> instead yes. of just the four. Um, so right before we do that, uh, we'll go over the game real quick. We're going to make picks. Whoever has the most picks at the end of the night, our world champion. Second most picks, our intercontinental champion. Last place is our Miz Participation Award winner. If there are any ties, we will use point systems for each match, uh, and those points will determine tie breakers. Um, so currently, the champion is Joe, uh, who is not here. We do have his picks, at least half of them. Because no, he, I saw no, we got all okay. of them. We've got all of them. Uh, Skip is also not here. Congratulations to him. He is with his newborn daughter. Um, so we have picks from him as well. I am your intercontinental champion. Our hardcore champion is Tyler. Those are little picks we make during the show itself uh, to hopefully ping pong it around the group. Uh, and then our Ms. Participation Award winner is also Carrie. No, it's Carrie. It's Carrie. I'm also the NXT champion. Though. You are also the NXT champion. Uh, so yeah. we're going to have to figure out how that goes because right now there is no NXT takeover schedule for 2020. So we'll see what that means. This guy Sounds has some great. Kind of event eventually. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, she's just champ for life. Uh, no, we have war games, and that might be the last. So we'll see. We'll see what happens then. I'll just have to make sure I win that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tyler, you've got the card. Let's go. All right. So the pre-show match is Natalia versus Lacey Evans. Warms the cockles of my heart to see Lacey Evans already relegated to the pre-show, where she belongs. Um, she's winning this match, by the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for Come sure. Against the fart master. Is there anyone who's not picking Lacey for this? Come on now. What did Digital Joe say? Lacey and Lacey. Oh. Well, both our digital boys are all Lacey's? Yes. All right, cool. Now we don't have to worry about getting on in time for the pre-show. Nope. <laughs> and to be fair, I've seen we this match anyway. six times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and obviously that is a one-point match. Yep. And it's a wash. And it's a wash anyway, but yeah. still that point can sometimes matter. Yep. Um, uh, all right. Uh, next up we have... Uh, all right, so we have the... What are they now? The, the, the Viking Raiders. Raiders. Okay, yes. the Viking Raiders versus to be announced. So there will be no, a third. And to be and announced. To be announced. Oh, yeah, excuse me. That's what I meant to say. And to be announced. Probably Cedric Alexander. Probably Cedric Alexander, <laughs> but it's not announced yet. Versus the OC and AJ. Or I guess they're really just all the OC. They're all it's the just OC. the OC. The only OC. club the that matters. Yeah. The only club that matters. Yes. Um. Uh, so I would probably go OC on this, except the, the making this sneaky makes me feel like that's how the good guys win. Um, I don't know. This one's actually a little harder than I thought. The first off, this is a one point or two. Yeah, are we? Yeah, this is a yeah. one point. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. There's nothing here. None of these people. Oh, are no, champions. it's one pointer two. T O O. Oh yes. 
I heard I realized as soon as I said that 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 really was interchangeable. Yeah. Uh, because English is stupid. Um, I'm going to go OC on this. Uh, no, I don't... Mm. They've, they've lost every... Like, they've pretty much lost every altercation between the Viking Raiders and Anderson and Gallows. So that could either be this is their time to get one or the losing continues. Because of their mystery Viking partner. Yeah, or it's or as AJ wins and pins the mystery third person because like the the Viking Raiders aren't taking them. an L here. No, they haven't lost yet on the main roster. I don't think at least they haven't been pinned. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm I'm too much of an old school wrestling fan to not pick to be announced. Like that's just mm-hmm. like I I always like to be announced. I'm gonna go AJ and Llama Club. Oh, um, I think this is probably gonna set up AJ's next. You. The only llamas that matter. Mm. You guys got boys. Viking Raiders and Tibba. Yeah. I see this thing. I don't really, really want to pick against AJ, but I also feel like I mean it's a one pointer. You can go ahead and do it. Get, get spicy sweaty. with it, and not mm, fuck your yeah. whole night. What do the digital boys have? Uh, Skip has Viking TBA, and Joe has the OC. Oh, whoops! I'm putting shit in the wrong spot. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go Viking Raiders here. This yeah. is one of those, like, if they win, I get the points, and I get the pick, and if AJ wins, like, cool, AJ won. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm fine. I'm splitting the difference here. Yeah. Next on the card, we have... Uh, next up, we've got Chad Gable uh, versus King Corbin. Is uh, anybody picking Chad Gable? Uh, Joe did. I gotta be honest with you, uh, Corbin's winning the King of the Ring is when I actually also was like, I think I'm... He oh, called I knew that. that. He called that from the fucking beginning. Oh, yeah, I've been telling like, John. Yeah, every single too. week, I was like, yeah. John, I hope you're ready for King Corbin. Get ready. All hail King Corbin. He was like, that's totally the thing they would put. They would do for Corbin. Yeah, I knew it. it but it makes, of I all the people the in that second. tournament, he was the most, like, of the King gimmicks, he was always going to be the person that's fit. Yes, the, he's always been the greasy one. It was McIntyre until McIntyre was out, and the second McIntyre was out, I knew. I was like, God. Is he hurt? Uh, I don't know. I, I have not seen him that. You, I mean, you don't watch, but he, he also oh, yeah. hasn't been there. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Good point. You wouldn't have seen him. I yeah. know, you're right. Um, all, right all right, so yeah, so Gable versus King Corbs. Um, I'm going Corbin. It's a one-point match, obviously. Yeah, this is absolutely uh, a match. I feel like all these four are, that were added at 530. <laughs> well, no, because the tag match is oh, that's a tag two point. champs. All right, so they lucked out. Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go King Corbin. Oh, hell okay. Have they had any matches together yet? Or has it just been like fights because they're mad since he lost the King of the Ring to him? They had one more and Gable won by disqualification. So Corbin has beaten him, lost by DQ because he hit him with a scepter. Uh, and then this is their their next match. He's going to call him short. Get ready for that. What did the Digital Boys have? Uh, Gable Joe had Gable and Skippy had Corbin. Um, talk it out. Yeah, I just I I can't. It's, I'm I don't want to pick Corbin, but like. But why do you want nobody to wants pick Gable? to pick Corbin? It's like I Adam do. Does. Excuse me. Adam's yeah, Adam's Adam the hardest the only, <laughs> Corbin Mark. The only fucking Corbin <laughs> fan on earth. But like, um, I'm a Corbin fan in the same way that I joke about how Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross are never breaking up. It's no, just my, it's you just actually my feeling. like Baron Corbin. Like, you can tell yourself whatever you need to sleep at night, but you like Baron Corbin. Well, what do you know? He sleeps at night in a Baron Corbin Listen, shirt. <laughs> he's a Golden Gloves boxing champion. Money, yeah, in the ba- money in the bank winner. Do you know former United States champion? Uh, <laughs> I have the I have access to the mute button. Y'all can suck it. Uh, uh, 
Oh, wait, who's sponsoring the mute button, John? I forgot. Madbox. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the Madbox <laughs> gaming system. The Madbox mute button coming 2020. You know what? Every every blind, even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then. I'm going to go Gable. Fuck it. Probably going to regret this. Okay, what do you got? <laughs> that's that's the match you're going to regret. what you said. Baron Corbin. B Corbin. Don't make me say it twice. Sorry, I apologize. Who? Do you, who? Johnny, you had Corbs, right? I did. Corbs. King Corbs. Bow down to the king. Yeah, King Corb. Gone. So far, all of my picks have been me begrudgingly knowing <laughs> that, that WWE hates fun. <laughs> Seriously. Well, you'll do better than most. Uh, all right. And then the next up, we have the women's tag team match. The uh, women's tag team championship match. Excuse me. Alexa and Nikki, the current champs. Uh, versus Kabuki Warriors one more time. Um, I would love to see Kabuki win. I would love to see it, and if there had been a lead-up to this, I think it would have happened. I know they've already been, like, they were feuding. But then they just lost, like, twice in a row. lost, and that was it. And then, like, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross been feuding with Bailey and Sasha Banks for the last three, four weeks. Like, they've just been having matches against them, like, singles matches with one and yeah. then the other, and then switch. Um, so, like, this really came out of nowhere. Uh, which makes sense as a match that was added today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going against my girls. Lex Bliss, Nikki Cross. And I'm not going against my girls. The Kabukis. Because Kana-chan is the cutest thing ever. That's her YouTube channel, right? Yeah. yeah it oh, is this adorable. is two, two points, right? Yes. Um, oh, what do the digital guys have? Uh, Skip had Bliss and Joe had Bliss. Wow, I'm so conflicted. Uh, yeah, this one's tough. Cause I know what I want. So go with your gut. Carrie, I think you and uh, you and Oscar would be good friends. I know, right? Like just seeing what the, the, the stuff too. she does on her YouTube channel, I'm just like, you guys would be the best of friends. I know. I want them to win so badly. I just don't think that they're gonna put the belts on them. But I feel like they need the belts to be able to like do stuff. The last time they put a belt on Oscar, they took her off TV, and then we watched her lose it to Charlotte at a fucking Tuesday night SmackDown. But they can give it to them and then have uh, Bliss and Cross feud for other stuff. Yeah. Or they get split up in the draft. Yeah, which is also which I think is how we get out of probable story without yeah best friends being... being split apart. Yeah. Oh. Kabuki's on this. Fuck it. Yeah. So who's got what? Uh, John and I have the Kabuki's, and me and the uh, Digi, me and the Digi Boys have. Digi Boys. Um. Digital wrestlers. <laughs> They're not wrestlers. Uh, Digi Boys are the champions, though. Digi Boys are the champions. I'm gonna go Kabuki, cause that's what I want in my heart. That's mm. what it came down to do for me. My kawaii heart wants that. With a match that get added fucking literally hours before showtime, it's just a fucking 50-50 coin flip. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no yeah. logicking this out. Alright, so let's get into the card we knew about. Yeah, so now the matches that had an actual build-up in any way, shape, or form. So with the women's sit-back-down tag match, we have Bailey versus Charlotte Bailey as the champ. Uh, it's obviously a three-point match. Um, Digital Boys... Uh, digital boys say Charlotte is Joe and Charlotte is Skippy. Yeah, I'm gonna go Charlotte too. I think that both. Well, we're gonna make our picks for this, but I think that both Sasha and Bailey are gonna lose, and then they're gonna do tag team stuff. Uh, or maybe they're due for another feud. Who fucking knows? I'm gonna go Charlotte as well, just cause I fucking hate Bailey. <laughs> I'm just done with her. Uh. I'm also going to go Charlotte because I think that they want Charlotte as champ for SmackDown. I think that's, she's going to get drafted for SmackDown. That's my thought as well. Oh, no. Is this one going to be a wash? 
Dun, dun. Come on, Adam. No, no, absolutely not. She's in the promo video for SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. I feel like she's <laughs> absolutely the person they want headlining that show, holding that belt up, yeah. being the person on the top. Yeah. I mean, granted, she could still be on SmackDown and not be the champion. That's 100% still within the realm of possibility. Oh, yeah, but I just don't see it. No. Um, even though You know what? Screw it. I'm going Bailey. I'm changing my mind. I don't want it to be a wash more than anything. Yeah, just for points wise. Yeah. Wow, that's a three point dark horse. Yeah, the bold move. It could be the one that makes yeah, them. I, mean, absolutely yeah. I don't see. I don't see there. Like I see there being a very real possibility that shenanigans allow her to maybe uh, win. But shenanigans are actually also what I was thinking about, and almost had me change mine because uh, I was like, "Oh wait, this one isn't Helena Cell. Like yeah. there is room for it." But I think that the I think that you're probably right. But I think that the Sheenans end in Charlotte being the winner by disqualification. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Okay. I feel like all of the matches in Hell in a Cell night should be... Hell in a Cell? You don't actually want that. No, neither you, does the crowd there yeah. in attendance. You I don't, don't care what the crowd no, wants, No, you Adam. also don't want it. You yeah. don't want to watch a whole pay-per-view through it. Because it makes it already feels less special than it used to. It would definitely not feel special in the slightest because no, Hell in a Cell should be... talking about Gable and Corbin in yeah. that. And like There's no heck Lacey in this Lacey Evans box. versus yeah. Natalia. There is nothing worse, and I've seen it a bunch of times, especially when like, the PG era first started. There's nothing worse than a Hell in a Cell where two guys fight a regular match inside a Hell in a Cell. It is... Yeah. Yeah. There's no... Like, no need for it. The whole time you're just like, what are we even doing here? No, why no. is everything not like a Hell in a Cell match? That's what I'm saying is they'll put these guys in this match and they'll do like one or two like, oh, I bounced off the edge, but yeah. like they're not going to climb the thing because you can't have everybody do that in no, one night. You can't break it apart yeah. a bunch. So like inevitably you end up with shit. But remember, this is also the thing we say about TLC where it's like every match doesn't need to be a chair, like yes, it a does. chairs match. Every the... time we have a TLC pay-per-view, I say I want every match to be a TLC match. Well, too bad because you're getting a and you're getting an L and you're getting a C and then you're getting a <laughs> and then you're getting a TLC yeah so we should have one a of them match, dead? which is the pre-show and half of the card uh, then we have some cell matches no I want some box matches yeah. where everybody's got boxes on their heads I actually think for the first time in a while the Hell in a Cell matches actually like are deserving of being in Hell in a Cell yes I, especially with one of them yeah. Yeah, or yeah. the characters involved yes one is based on character one is based on feud correct yeah um, and they both work yeah uh, alright so next up uh, we've got Daniel Bryan face now Roman Reigns uh, teaming up against Bludgeon Brothers 2.0 uh, the metal t-shirt bros yeah metal t-shirt bros Skippy's closet as I like to think of them that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, very true uh, speaking of which who do the digis got for this uh, so Joe has Rowan and Harper and Skip does not have his metal bros he's got DB and RR yeah I want DB and RR too there's no there's no way Rowan's Roman not getting lose. Yeah. I mean he did last time but only because we had Harper show up there's no surprise here for that <sighs> Joe had Bludgeon Bros, you said, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want Bludgeon Bros to win, but they're not going to win because they don't wear t-shirts, and t-shirts don't sell, or they can't sell merch. If Yeah, but they're also heels, so, like, you have them be heels, and you don't necessarily have to sell merch for them to, like, get them over. Because who wants to buy the shirt for the one everybody hates? The so people who like, like that? <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's at least, like, that's an old-school wrestling thing of, like, like, Jericho always said, as a heel, I don't want my own merch because I don't want fans wearing my merch. They're supposed to hate me. So, like, that's more of an old-school wrestling thing, even, so, which is sorely lacking in current WWE. Uh, but I also just don't think that there's any way in which they win this match. What's the feud been like? Have they been fighting matches? Boring. Or it, well, I knew that. Yeah. But, but like, it's, no, it's a lot of Rowan coming on and being like, I was disrespected. I'm the smartest one. Daniel Bryan thought he could push me around. And then, burner, burner. And then, like, Rowan just comes out and spears him or whatever. 
it's right. stupid. No, I'm going to go with the Metal T's. E bros. It's, it's not for anything. Like 2.0. Yeah, this is just a one-pointer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, fuck Roman Reigns. And now Daniel Bryan. Fuck them both. What are you thinking? Talk it out. Well, I also really want the B Bros to win because I really like Luke Gallows and I'm happy to see him back. That's not wanna... that's not the guy who's fighting. Yeah, that's not who we're talking about. Oh, I mean, oops, I'm getting my name. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're talking about Luke Harper. Luke Harper. Luke Harper. Yes, yes, you're 100. I just want to make sure I, that you're thinking about. The I would Rupert's. like Luke Gallows to wrestle. Yes, I also. It's not going to happen earlier. Yeah, oh, Luke Gallows, Gallows is wrestling. He's in, in the OC. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, getting my, I'm getting my large Lukes mixed up. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't wait for that tag team. <laughs> large Lukes. <laughs> uh, here for that. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, but I just, like, uh, no, I'm going DB and Roman. I feel like they're going to win by DQ or some bullshit. Like, the B Bros is going to Well, it's a tornado tag team match, team. so I don't think there is oh, DQ. Oh, that is true. I forgot it was a TT match. Um, what does that oh, mean? Never mind. It just I'm means going, you don't have to tag it's in and been out. Really Everyone fast. just I'm fights going. everybody. B Bros. Yeah, there's just nonstop fighting, so I don't think there is a. I don't think there is disqualification. There's no DQ for that, because how do you like? What do you? What's cool and what's not? You know, like. Well, I, you can still have the same rules, and if you like, so if you hit someone with a chair, your team's disqualified, but you I can fight nonstop. You can fight on the outside. But there's I no feel count like, out. I feel like tornado tag is one of those things yeah. that they don't DQ. There's definitely sure. no count out because like you could just be fighting the whole time. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, no, I that does change things for me. I'm actually going B Bros. Okay. What did you have? Um, Bandit. Yeah. Bandit. Roman, Roman and Daniel. So what do you have, Love? Tell me, tell me who everyone else has. Uh, so we've got uh, B. It's actually pretty mixed. Joe's got B Bros. Adam has DB. I have B Bros. John has B Bros. Skip has DB. So you're actually gonna make the majority. <laughs> Beard the worst case brothers. Yup. I mean, it's a one point match. Doesn't fucking matter. Facial uh, hair friends. I just can't see Roman Reigns losing a pay-per-view match. Metal teammates. Yeah, I'm going to go DB and Roman Reigns. Reigns. (laughs) Douchebag and Ronchi. Hey there, Harper and Rowan. Don't you come back to wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On to the the Hell in a Cell matches. Uh, First up is the ladies. Grundle and a mundle. (laughs) (laughs) Grundle and a bundle. Grundle and a bundle. That's how we got to start the whole thing over. Yeah. (laughs) All of, we were doing great up until now. Yep, now started up. Uh, People I know have grundles. Uh, we have the ladies first, Becky, the champ versus Sasha. Which makes sense that this is in Hell in a Cell because they fucking hate each other. So I actually have uh, my picks for both of these matches hinge on um, things that actually, you know what? Uh, Save it for a hardcore bet. Well, no, it's just for this. I was thinking it was for He's both. the champ. I have, oh yeah, that's true. Tell me your hardcore bet. <laughs> Never fucking mind. I'll write it down so I can show you all when it happens. Um, or save it for when it, if I lose the belt. What's your hot take? No, I'm not going to say it because I might need it. Um, I forgot I was a champ. Uh, all right, so Becky, Sasha, uh, what you got? Becky. Sasha. Sasha Banks. Yeah, I actually am also going Sasha Banks. Becky's in the promo for, for SmackDown. I don't think they put her in there just for the one week and then they're going to change it. I think they want the man on SmackDown. And this is how you get the bell off of her and she gets drafted away. It's pretty split as well because Becky, or Joe has Becky and Skippy has Sasha. Beaky, beaky. Well, that was, that was a fucking quick one, guys. Yeah, yeah. Sasha, right? I did. Yeah. 
Alrighty, there you go. You all did it. Real I mean, good. I'm I'm super excited for this match. Like, I know we just like went through it real quick, but I think they're gonna put on a hell of a, a good match. Sasha's in the first women's Hell in a Cell, and she did great in that. So yep. I'm very look, much looking forward to how bloody these two are gonna make each other because I yeah, think it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be real fun. It's gonna be good. Yep. Uh, all right. Then next up we Three have. Sit, what? Three point match. Three point match. Oh yeah, they're, I already put them down. Yeah. Oh, okay. pointers. Um, and uh, next up we have Seth, the champ, the Universal Champ versus the Fiend, also in a Hell in a Cell. Uh, I'm going Seth Rollins on this bad boy. Yeah, me too. I'm sticking with my. They were in the promo. Like they were in the opening video of SmackDown. I'm picking the Fiend. I'm also I'm, picking the. Fiend. I'm letting them in. You're letting him in. He's like burst through the door. Here, here's the thing. This <laughs> all the cookies. This only <laughs> works. This whole gimmick only works if he's an intimidating monster. And the second he loses, he's no longer an intimidating monster. God damn it! All I can. All right, can. And like, and he's the most over thing. Hardcore pick. But I can I just have it if I need yeah. it. Like, all right. So we, remember, we got rid of all the rules oh, because we true. wanted yeah, more yeah, ping yeah. pong. Uh, the reason you're you, you, normally I would agree with you. Like as soon as this guy loses, the magic is done, right? Yeah. Except for the fact that the reason he's going is too early to put the belt on this guy. He's you're gonna then you have to have the belt on this guy forever, and it just it's just got hot. The only thing that can make him lose this match is when the demon shows up in the cell and costs him this, um, and we move to demon versus fiend um, and take him out of the title scene. I, the fiend is not coming to the title scene yet. It's uh, too fucking early. So I'm going to I'm going to burst your bubble immediately. Oh no! Yeah, it's Finn Balor is NXT. And only? Yeah. yeah, he came out on Wednesday. He is NXT. They are making NXT a third brand. Like, what the fuck? They're like I know that's they, kind of what I felt too. But no, I, I think that he was on. He it, came right? out to a huge pop, but like he came out. He came out got Adam Cole's face and said, "As of right now, Finn Balor is NXT," which I think is super awesome because he was the best he's ever been in WWE before his injury when he was in NXT. That immediately gives them a presence. That also means that they're saying we want you to be the face of the our version of the Wednesday Night War. Like yeah. we want mm-hmm. you to represent us. Because you immediately said when I texted you, because I was like, AEW got Jack Swagger and NXT got Finn Balor. And you're like, oh, poor Finn Balor. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like that's, they're strapping strapping a rocket to him and be like, you're the face of this Wednesday night show. We want you to represent us in what was normally thought of as like a developmental thing. So the demon, the demon's not coming. So I I want, I want you to have that information. No, I appreciate you, fam. To make your pick. Uh, I also don't want you to sound like an idiot in my podcast. Yeah, I'm glad I brought it up. I leave that for Joe. I'm going Fiend though. Oh no, I got you for Fiend. Everyone else is fiend. going Fiend. Uh, the Digi Boys are Fiending. I might change my pick. Both you said both Digis are Fiending. I yeah. also thought that there was gonna be a demon. Oh really? Yeah. Nope. Hashtag soulmates. Right. Um, uh no. <laughs> Insert creepy laughing. <laughs> oh, the lights are flickering. No one else can see this, but the lights just all flicker. Also, we're all upside down for some reason. Yeah, yeah, he can affect the the graphics. Okay. Change my pick. To what fiend? I hadn't written you down yet, so technically <laughs> this is not a change. So now wait, are you? I'm dark horsing with Seth, and I'm confident in it. I'm okay. still confident in it. Seth, I love you. I'm it, sorry. I just think it's I'm okay too with soon. either of them. I think. Yeah, I'm not gonna be sad if Fiend wins this. I, to be honest, with you, I, I think I'll actually be. I Seth is very much one of those people who falls in a category for me that is I find you more interesting when you were chasing than mm-hmm. when you have. Yeah. 
Um, when he has, he's just your generic. And I'm not like knocking him for right. it. He has to be this, but like you can't burn it down when you're at the top. Yeah, exactly. He just comes out and says all the things that you have to say when you're the WWE champion and a face. as a face. Yeah, yeah. Because um, when he was the architect, he was a heel, and he's like, "Yeah, I did all this. I'm better than you." Yeah. So. All right, there we go. We did it. Bye, right. eyes and lady. That's it. All right, now we are uh, gonna be back in just a couple seconds for you listeners, but we're gonna go skip the pre-show and watch <laughs> this. Watch Hell in a Cell 2019. Boo. <laughs> also boo refund. None of you paid for this. I paid for it. I'm the only one. Uh, you should get a is refund, this your dude. account? I think it's my yeah, account. I think it's still Joe's. No, I've never had Joe's account. It's no, always been my account. Always been oh. so, yeah, I think yeah. mine's and Tyler's. Yeah. I watch 205 Live. I watch NXT. I get my $10 worth. I watch old WCW Nitros. Hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to stop watching wrestling. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, we are back. Um, this is the post show for Hell in a Cell 2019. Uh, once again, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. I'm Tyler. Boo. That's Joe. Joe, welcome. You weren't here. Uh, we're still guaranteed to be right at least twice a day. You are now part of that. I now here. wish I never came. <laughs> That's not fair. The show was fine. But the Un- company was terrible. Oh, <laughs> I fed you. I fed myself as well. Yeah, he also yeah, he that's, that's true. Himself, yeah. Everyone got fed. That's the important thing about yeah, tonight. Me. Uh, regardless of what we talk about tonight, the important thing is we all got fed. Yes. <laughs> going to bed with full tummies. That's right. Very full tummy. I can't wait for that. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about what we thought of Hell in a Cell 2019, the spookiest of all of the WWE pay-per-views live on the network. Only $9.99. Refunds uh, available via customer service. <laughs> just, uh, just ask. Hopefully, it's your free month. No, this is... All right. you, know, it just, it, it, you saying that though, it kind of dawned on me that it's, it seems kind of silly that the October pay-per-view uh, happens at the beginning of the month. Well, it's because they have Crown Jewel on Halloween. Oh, you know? okay. Because there's not the only thing spookier than Hell in a Cell is is taking money from the Saudis. <laughs> yeah. I'll right. cut that out so I don't get take us all it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, all right. So obviously we started with booing, but only because the show ended with booing. So we're just transitioning into there but i, I want to get to everything else because i think if you guys think the way that i do about this this was a fine show dare i say good for three quarters of it yeah i really enjoyed 85 like percent of it, it was maybe 95 percent. yeah I, the last that there was that last five to ten percent that really went off the fucking rails yeah i actually liked what i saw for you know the majority of the night i thought this was a very good pay-per-view uh, and we'll get to why it doesn't feel like that now uh, in a second. So full disclosure, we did start a little late, uh, so we did not watch the pre-show match. Uh, Natalia did beat Lacey Evans. We all picked Lacey Evans, so we were all wrong anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she won via submission, so I hope that was good. We just wanted to get right into the helling and a selling, um, so we did skip that one, unfortunately. But they started things off on the main show with a bang. The very first Hell in a Cell of the night... Uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks uh, in a very, very good Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of uh, very um, like interesting uses of the cell and yes. the items in it. They did a lot of things. I was like, I've never seen that done before. Yeah. Very interesting. It started the same way that they started the last woman's Hell in a Cell match, which was, let's get out of the ring real quick before the cell fully comes down. Because obviously it's... Less believable that Sasha Banks is going to throw herself through the side of the cage, um, which makes sense. But right. And you have to get that little bit of fighting outside that's just a staple of Hell in a Cell matches. That's what you need to do. But you're right. Some of the stuff they did with the cage itself, especially the my favorite was the three kendo sticks in the corner where they then sat the chair on top of it. 
and then sat Sasha Banks in that chair <laughs> and then drop kicked her. Great. Yeah. I thought that was a lot of fun. That was, that was the one where I was like, okay, this is, this is uh, innovative. Yeah, this is something yeah. that's never been seen before. Mm. Yeah, and that's what you want in a Hell in a Cell match that we've seen two of every year now for the last 20-something years. You well, know, we saw more you, of stuff we now didn't that see. You, now that you said that, there were actually a lot of points during this one. I was like, never seen that before. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Throughout this awesome whole, job. like, the whole pay-per-view, not yeah, just yeah. that match. Yeah, there was a lot, there was a lot of cool stuff. Um, that got thrown together uh, throughout this match. I also like the uh, and the night too. Uh, I like when Sasha stuck the chair just like in the side, and we're all like, "Is it gonna stand? Is it is it gonna fall? What's what's gonna happen?" <laughs> so it took a little finagling, but yeah. finally got it to stay. And then they didn't use it right away, so I was like, "Oh, they're definitely gonna rattle that cage somehow, and it's gonna fall out, and they're gonna have to reset it when it's time for it." And they never had to, and yeah. it was just a nice Irish whip right through it, uh, which didn't was... seem like it would have been painful at all because it just. It just fell just out. Just like, right out. Well, yeah, it kind of reversed, too. Yeah, it falls on top of you, mm-hmm. and it does some damage. We'll, we'll practice later. We'll see if you think so. I got <laughs> a chain link fence outside. Right. Uh, we can do that. We'll get some folding chairs out here. We'll just hit you in the head. <laughs> It'll be pretty fun. Uh, it's going to hit him in the eye regardless. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It'll be fun. You'll enjoy it. Um, <laughs> do, what did you guys think? What was your favorite parts of this match? Uh, the chair spot where like she threw all the chairs in the middle was pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I, we were talking about that during the match that there was a similar spot in the AEW, uh, Nyla Rose match, uh, yeah. where like, if you get thrown on a pile of chairs, you're not, you're not bracing anything like no. that's going to hurt. Yeah, also, she, um, she like toe dropped, um, Sasha into the chair as it was sitting down and like her like neck whipped oh, against the, the legs and the legs were, the up. legs were up. Yeah. yeah. I that mean, was pretty good. And then she did the bulldog onto it too. Yeah, hit her twice with it. Yeah, don't, you don't see that one very often. No, so that was that was probably the best part of the match for me. Yeah, yeah. So definitely a good a good one to open the show. Uh, Becky Lynch does retain. Uh, Sasha Banks tapped out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah to the uh, disarmer on yep. top of the chairs. On top of that makes it hurt more. Anytime you do submissions on top of chairs and on top of the table, the announce table, it hurts. Yeah. Way also, worse the for stairs. Some oh, yeah. yeah, the stairs. Yeah. Um, still very, very good match to open the show. Uh, next up was, uh, actually surprising for me cause I was not looking forward to this, uh, but Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns taking on Eric Harper or Eric Rowan and Luke Harper in a tornado tag match. That was very, very violent and much better than I was expecting. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. Another innovative spot where they, uh, Luke Harper picked up the, uh, like barricade oh, yeah, that's next to the ring bell. Yeah. Awesome. And, like, charged into Roman Reigns. Just like a giant shield. Yeah, it yeah. also looked legitimately heavy, as yeah, opposed to yeah. everything else they used that they say is worth... I mean, it was, he was you know, struggling, like, to hold that thing up. Yeah, yeah. And he's still a strong dude, so, yeah, it had to have been... Definitely, I wouldn't be able to pick it up. No. What, 75,000 pounds? Uh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Times two mm. to the second power. Yeah. So, I mean, that you can just gives you an idea of how... Do, do the math on that. Yeah. Twelve. <laughs> You're right. And it's twelve pounds. Twelve hundred percent. That's crazy. You did uh, that math fast, Joe. Yeah, I'm good at it. He's a savant. Uh, so yeah, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns end up winning that match. Mm-hmm. Then they uh, they hugged it out, and Daniel Bryan's officially back to yes man, mm-hmm. hugging it out times. Yeah, I mean there was definitely a, like a moment where we were sitting there going like hit him, hit him, hit him, don't hug yeah. him, don't hug him, and then we're just like ah damn it. Like, just because Eric Rowan's also a bad guy and they're not together anymore doesn't mean Daniel Bryan can't still be a dick. Yeah. Uh, which is much more enjoyable to me than face, you know, yes, Daniel Bryan. So, um, I gotta say, um, with Harper and Rowan, actually, I've always liked Harper and Rowan. 
um, even going all the way back to like the Wyatt family like days, I just feel like they're good wrestlers. Like I enjoy watching them wrestle. They're very good at it. Yeah. They're like a no bullshit, like tag team Mm -hmm. where like they just use brute force instead of like gimmicky stuff or like flips and shit. No flips, just fists. I like them, you know, particularly right now, like without a silly gimmick, you know, that they always get, but it is one of those situations where like, okay, I like this right now. Like I like them not being the bludgeon brothers, not being like weird backwoods rednecks. Yeah. Um, but how, like how far can they go with that is the problem. I don't know like how well it can sell. I mean, this is probably the highest they've ever been, though. True. Yeah. yeah. I'm just wondering how long that can maintain. Oh, this this is over. This has to be over. Like now, I think they get relegated to the tag team division. If yeah. Anything. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is a shame because, like I said, they put on a good show. Yeah. I mean, maybe they feud with Daniel Bryan a little bit more and like have one-on-one matches or something. But this, I mean, I feel like it's got to be over. No, they'll be probably separated from him for the in the draft. But all oh, that's kept true. together and yeah. will be a tag team on one of the brands where there now is a limited number of tag teams as opposed to how it works right now. So. I can very much see them trying to pair these guys up with like the Viking Raiders and you know have a tag team feud maybe yeah. for the belts in some way uh, with those guys. I feel like that could be a lot of fun just because they both use that same brute force uh, even though the Viking Raiders have way more like top rope moves. and No, like, I think it'll be heavy moves. machinery. Oh no. <laughs> no, please. No, yeah. but like I hope that they get separated in the draft and then fired. But, <laughs> but then you can pit yourself on one side or the other where if they're t- feuding with uh, the Viking uh, Warriors or whatever they're called, right? Like Raiders. Yeah, Raiders, yeah. whatever. Um, you can't like there's not a face or a heel in that situation. I don't know. I think the Viking Raiders are kind of faces at this point. Plus I think just the fans win because they just be throwing each other around the yeah room. yeah no it'd still be fun but i think they're probably gonna pit them against heavy machinery because those they're the newer of the the, the two groups boo <laughs> boo that would be terrible uh i i'm but it's not above happening no <laughs> that's the worst part uh next up was a surprise because wwe just loves to add matches super late into the process for no reason uh, at four o'clock we had oh, yeah, four did you matches only have, did you only have the four matches for the first Part of the show? No, no, no. We had enough. No, that's why we made you guys pick. We had enough. Uh, oh, I didn't know. If, I didn't know if that was after you already recorded or not. Oh no, 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 no. no. We we delayed. Trust me. We we made sure to have technical difficulties right up until we got the other four matches. Um, so, but then we added a ninth match here in the middle of the card, uh, which is Randy Orton versus Ali. Uh, this was a surprise to everybody. I think it got set up on the pre-show and we missed it because there was an interview with Ali at one point. So I think that might have been setting this up. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but still, a surprise uh, to us. If you only l- listen to the pre-show, we didn't know this was coming. Uh, I thought this was a very entertaining match. Yeah, it was good. Which featured something we've never seen before, which was a reversal or stopping of an RKO with a handstand. Yeah, that was awesome. That was super cool. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty crazy. Because we didn't even we weren't even we're like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. Did he, wait, did he fuck up? Did he not get RKO'd? What, what was that? Yeah, at first I thought they fucked up, and then I realized it was like, oh no, this was an actual intentional haha, I'm not taking your move move, and it was cool. It was Isn't really that the cool. worst one that's your first thought is like, oh shit, did they fuck up? This <laughs> is wrestling. That's true. Um, and then I loved how he then went out for his like rolling face smash and then just got hit with another RKO anyway. Um, the 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 fantastically smug look on Randy's face after oh, yeah. getting that second one, where he just turned around over so his you shoulder. You don't get to miss that twice, bitch. <laughs> no, you're always in the end. It's the three most devastating letters in all of WWE. A L I. That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's devastated that he got RKO. <laughs> uh, but a really fun match. It's good to see Ali getting pay-per-view time, even though they had no build whatsoever for this, but that's fine. Uh, something else that had no build whatsoever, though came out very excitingly, uh, was the SmackDown, or the WWE Women's Tag Team match, where the Kabuki Warriors are your new Women's Tag Team champs. John, yeah. how excited were you? Yeah, it's great. I also like the the small like tiny things that they did like uh, I mean obviously one with the like green mist spray thing that was super cool but at one point um, Oscar like Ric Flair walked over to the edge of the uh, ring and then just flicked Nikki Cross in the nose and then ran away <laughs> or uh, Kyrie Sane did that not yeah, yeah. not Oscar but yeah it was a great match I like it and Kabuki Warriors are awesome and now they're the champions. Yes, they are. Green Mist for the win. It seemed like they were being more heelish in their victory. Does that bother you at all? Or you're fine with whatever they do? I'm okay, yeah. I mean, that, that's fine. Uh, Asuka's like, line also matched the same color as the Green Mist, so it was all foreplayed. She looked real badass yeah, when she, she had like covered in the Green Yeah, mist it was like and, drenched. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. That looked really cool. What did you guys think? Uh, good match. Um, it it was kind of weird. Where like with the is this a heel turn or not kind of thing? Yeah. Because like I can see Oscar doing like a heel turn in the terms of like I just don't give a fuck kind of heel turn. That's how she was in NXT for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like it fits Kyrie Sane's character at all. Mm-hmm. Like it, I was like I feel like if this were a legit storyline kind of thing, it should be like Kyrie is upset that they won in a not so you know, honorable way. She's a pirate, though. She is a pirate, yeah. So, pirates can be bad, too. The pirates they have, the, for they her. have a pirate code of conduct. Do yeah, they? which is win at any cost, is it not? Uh, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> no, no, there's much more involved to it, but 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 that's, I don't think, guys, I don't think she's a real pirate. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, right, what are you talking about? She captain's wheel every time I see her. <laughs> have you seen that hat? That's true. It's, she's one parrot short. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> It's going to be really crazy when she comes in with a hook hand. Mm. The finisher is going to be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as it's not the mandible club. Yeah. Oh. That would be rough. Uh, but no, a very exciting match. Uh, we'll see what the women's tag team division looks like now that there are new champions. Uh, next up, we had the Viking Raiders and TBA uh, versus the OC. AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. Uh, TBA turned out to be... Uh, the Monster Among Men, Braun Strowman. Uh, this got us our first and only hardcore title change of the night, mm-hmm. uh, where I became your hardcore champion by correctly picking uh, Braun Strowman. Because I realized that if it was se- going to be Cedric Alexander, they would have just said Cedric Alexander. So it had to be someone bigger and more Viking Raidery, uh, and that's Braun Strowman. Yeah. So what did you guys think of this six-man tag team match? I this I gotta be honest, this is the match I paid the least amount of attention to. I did the dishes. Yeah, I think there was food here was <laughs> yeah. during feeding time. I was eating at the time. Yep. Um, which, I mean, I I love AJ. I don't think he works really well with, like, I know, like, it's old school going all the way back to, like, the Bullet Club kind of stuff. But um, I don't think we're allowed to say that on this podcast. Uh, that's true. <laughs> the BC. Uh, but uh, it just seems like they don't mesh well here, in, in my opinion. They do. They're just always booked to lose. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Um, but um, I like the Warriors a lot. Viking Raiders. Raiders. Viking. Fuck, God damn it! <laughs> I know. I think they were Viking Warriors yeah, at one point, and they, they were changed like three them. different things. Yeah, the Viking experience. Before they were War Machine. Then when they got here, they were the War Raiders in NXT. Then they were the Viking Experience. Then they were the Viking Raiders. Hmm. I know, but I like lot. them. <laughs> 
You like they're, the Vikings. They're very fun to watch wrestle. Like, you, you don't expect big guys like them to be as good as they are. No, they're very, like, athletic. They have a lot of agility. Like, they do top rope, like, moonsaults and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're a lot of fun to watch. I just <laughs> want them to be booked in a tag team title match at some point. Yeah. The finish was funny, though. With uh, AJ getting, like, docked out and then, like, all spaghetti-legged, like, couldn't get out of the ring and everything like that. Well, yeah, he wand- got those wandering around going, like, what happened? What happened? Yeah. Where am I? What year is it? Is this TNA? <laughs> What's going Tell on? Tell it's not TNA. Yeah. I had this crazy dream I was in the WWE. <laughs> I want to go back. Where's Braun? He can put me back to sleep. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine, but it was, uh, once it was Braun, it was always going to end with Braun just destroying oh, for everybody. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's kind of how I felt when I saw him come out. I was like, all right, yeah. this is already predetermined. No, you don't say. <laughs> Still real us, Joe. No. Uh, but yeah, uh, I thought it was fun, but yeah, nothing really to write home about there. Uh, I think same thing with the next one. We had Chad Gable defeating King Corbin. It started with a Baron Corbin, you're short, let's call him Shorty Chad or Shorty Gable and... Uh, everyone sucks if you like this short guy. And they were like, oh, okay, well, I guess I guess that's the end of that. <laughs> Baron Corbin's <laughs> definitely going to lose now, uh, even though half of the group, I think, thought that was going to be the case anyway. Uh, what did you guys think of Gable versus King Corbin? That's fine. That's just a weird angle. Yeah. Like, get this anti-bullying campaign out of here. It's really it's really falling flat. That's November, I think, is I anti-bullying. Well, so. early. <laughs> <laughs> No, they got to show you bullies now, and then they'll teach you not to bully in a month. I guess so. Which yeah. I mean, like, is by bullying. I'm not, I'm not advocating bullies, but I am advocating the end of this angle. I am advocating bullies. <laughs> yeah, you would, loser. I'm no, running. Oh, out. Not me. I'm running. <laughs> one platform and one platform alone. Give me your lunch money, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> a wedgie in every pants. A swirly in every bathroom. <laughs> Um, yeah so I mean all kidding aside it was fine like it was but it's the exact same match they've had the last three times they had a match where it's Corbin does a lot of awesome power moves like they work really well together I've just seen this three times this month Uh, and all of them were good but like it's the law of diminishing returns I think with this so Uh, unfortunate there but still like a good match just kind of like unnecessary uh, especially on a card that had a lot of stuff going already uh, then we had Charlotte Flair versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and it ended with a figure eight. And Charlotte is your new SmackDown Women's Champion. What did you guys think of the Women's Championship match tonight? It seems weird that both of these matches ended with um, tapouts. Not really. I mean, all four of them. No, three of the four of them all use submissions as their finisher anyway. Yeah. So it was almost bound to happen that way. Yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah, because Bailey's the only one that doesn't, right? She, she has, has one. She because I remember she got into some. She had a feud with somebody who like it came down to a fit, like a submission, submission match. Match, hmm. um, but it's not her primary finisher. No, no, it's always no. It's just the Bailey to Bailey. Yeah. So, yeah, chances are it was going to end in a submission match anyway. I mean, even the Natalia match ended with in a submission too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all three women's matches tonight ended in submission. Uh, I thought this was good. Yeah. I liked that they, you know, were each working over the legs because, you know, obviously you want to take out Charlotte's legs so she can't do the figure eight. Yeah. And Charlotte wants to take out Bailey's legs so she can. Uh, so I thought this was quite good. How do you feel about 10-time women's champion Charlotte Flair? I mean, really I... 10? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, because she ping-ponged a lot with um, Sasha a That's couple true. years ago back during, like, the real women's evolution where just, it, you know, Sasha would... 
uh, win it at the pay-per-view and then lose it on Monday. So then there's two championships for Charlotte Flair right there. Yeah. So yeah, she's up to 10 already. I mean, ultimately we're getting her to the point where she passes Rick. Oh, absolutely. Even though Rick now has 17 according to the rock graphics. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was it was definitely, like, it was a really good match. It was, I, I kind of think it would have benefited a bit from being, having some kind of gimmick because of the, like, way the shenanigans ended last time. But yeah. as far as just another repeat solid standard singles match, they did a great job. And I, I mean, Charlotte winning the belt, I was always, a, she's going to SmackDown. She's going to be the face of SmackDown, so... Yeah, I, I mean, we we all thought that. Like, I yeah. picked Bailey as a dark horse, but only because I didn't want the three-point women's championship match to be a wash. Like, yeah. Even on the pre-show, I was like, I, yeah, fine, I'm just going to pick it, because, like, maybe. Appreciate your sacrifice. Yeah, maybe. Which I'm kind of pissed about, because if Joe was here instead of Digital Joe, he would have been the one we convinced to go yeah. and do the dark horse, and I would have got to keep this one. Uh, though I still don't think I would have come out winning in the end anyway. Go ahead, throw your pick away. And I did. I did do that. All right, gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Uh, the name of the show is the main event, so it's time to talk about the main event, the Universal Championship Hell in a Cell match, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, versus The Man, The Architect, The Burner, the Burning It Down, Seth Rollins. This was great until it wasn't. <laughs> it really, really was. It was a very solid match. The entrance was so cool. Like The, the head lantern was back. The Fiend <laughs> is so over. The gimmick is so creepy. It's so cool. They kept the lights off and red the whole time, which, like, I... We weren't looking at Twitter because I think we were a little bit behind, but I don't know. Like, I hope people in the arena could see. I uh, was looking and everyone said, like, it was very hard to see. Kind of sucks because it looked really, really cool on TV. Also, after watching it and then looking at my phone, my eyes kind of uh, had to, like, readjust. Yeah. So yeah, you made the joke. It's like we were watching a virtual boy game. But yeah, <laughs> imagine being in the stadium and seeing that, like, oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it looked like to them. Uh, I'm hoping that they can see it because it did look really, really cool on TV. Uh, and the match was really, really good uh, for 99 percent of it uh, until we oh, got yeah. like and particularly yeah. brutal as very well. brutal eating uh, a thousand finishers and just not dying was really cool yeah he, he took like eight stomps he took a stomp onto that giant ass mallet that he pulled out oh the fucking giant uh, harley quinn mallet oh man there was the frog splash through the table there, yeah at least i i'm sure someone counted at some point like we ran we weren't counting because we didn't expect it to go that long but i'm thinking like 45 stomps <laughs> Like, definitely more stomps than uh, Brock Lesnar did to John Cena uh, with German suplexes mm -hmm. when Suplex City was born. Uh, so. That fucking chair shot with the Fiend just laying in the Prone. middle of the ring. Yeah. That was brutal. <laughs> you could tell, like, the ref was just like, oh, Christ, are you okay, man? Yeah, he instantly grabbed his hand. Yeah. And he just kept kicking out at one. That yeah. was the best part of it. Yeah. Oh, that, that, like, yeah, that was... He takes that fucking chair shot, and you're like, he's dead. He killed him. He yeah. murdered him. Goes to pin him, and he's an instant kick out. You're like, oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, the best part about it, too, and I, in retrospect, it's worse, but, like, as it was going on and Seth Rollins hitting all these stomps, the crowd is booing because they desperately want The Fiend to win. But then he just keeps kicking out, and the crowd is erupting. Like, they were so involved and so invested in that match up until the point in which the match ended 
that like that's even, what made even, it worse. I don't even want to talk about the ending. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about the ending because I think that's what made it worse is that the crowd was so heavily invested and they just kept I was doing invested. like fake like fake out false finish after false finish kick out at one fifty more stomps murdering him with that fucking um, toolbox. Yeah, and I love the like the chair, then the ladder, then you open the ladder and put another chair <laughs> in, which really doesn't do anything. Uh, then the smacking of the toolbox, and then the final move. Which is taking the toolbox on top, on top of the ladder, with the chair sandwiched in, on top of the chair, and he hits it with a sledgehammer. Like a sledgehammer works. Yeah, not like not like he used the mallet earlier right. on Seth Rollins. Not like Triple H uses it. Yeah. yeah, or like, you know, palm over the heavy part. Yeah, not uh, a Triple H style. Yeah. No, full swing, like carnival game, I'm trying to win the stuff, Teddy Bear. <laughs> Gallagher. Uh, and the ref calls the match in a hell in a cell. And we all just stopped and went, what? Dude, yeah. I don't... I, everyone was quiet. Like, yeah. all of us were just like, wait, what? Silence. Yeah, it's, it, it blows my mind. I mean, John pulled it up uh, while, I think, while you guys were looking for the remote. And X-Pac was on the, the watch-along thing. <laughs> you can watch along uh, with like WWE superstars. And they're doing like a live stream commentary of the thing. And he just says... I don't think you guys are going to have me back on, but I don't know how you call a disqualification in a Hell in a Cell, man. That sucks. <laughs> and he's right. He also was, like, right. standing up. Like, he was, like, legit just leaving. Because, like, what are you doing? This is... The whole time we're going, like, that's not how this works. Yeah. No. Like, I understand, like, maybe calling off a match, but not this. Like, the whole point is to put the other person through hell. And then... Inside after the, the cell. Yeah. And that's what, like, I don't... I don't I don't have words. I like, don't understand it. Because it was going to be it was probably going to be one of the coolest matches I've seen in WWE in a while. Like with all of the different things they mm-hmm. did, the different look to it, the fiend just being a different kind of character, and to have a non finish, which we get non finishes all the time, but we get them in singles matches where there's countouts or there's bullshit, but like you don't usually get them in a thing where you just made up a new rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, like in, like, the slowdown of my mind as I'm watching that hammer, like, get swung down, in my head I was thinking, like, oh, him kicking out of this is going to be fucking epic. Yeah. And then they, and then, the, then the ref goes, like, no, 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 ring the bell. And I just went, no, no, that's not what's supposed to happen right now. It. And yeah, then, like, it. what makes it even worse is that what then follows is they go to do the, like, let's put him on a stretcher thing, which the whole time I'm just like... Yeah, you were don't, verbally saying don't put you him can't put him on a stretcher. You can't put the if you put the fiend on a stretcher, it's done. It's dead. Yeah. Like the whole gimmick is done because now he's just a regular guy who needs medical attention. Even, yeah, exactly. Even the ref, like when he when Seth was swinging the ha- like had the hammer and he was like going to swing, the ref's like, "Don't do it. He's just a man." I was like, "No, no, no he's not." It's the whole point. He's and a like, monster. This dude carried a severed head to the ring with uh, like for light source. Are we really caring about whether or not he has, like, an HMO? Like, what is this? <laughs> exactly. So are we, re- are we really going to bring him to a local medical facility? It's insane. And then, like, what happened after was really cool. Where, like, he gets up, puts him in the mandible claw, does Sister Abigail out on the floor a couple of times, like, exposed pads, and then gives him the mandible claw again with, like, clearly a blood capsule pop-up. Like, Seth's, like, pouring blood out of his mouth as the lights are flickering. Imagine if that's how the match ended. Yeah. And then he's the champ. Like, I'm, oh, you do all those cool things, and it would have been like, wow, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. That was the most theatrical, wonderful. It's what the House of Horrors or whatever should have been. Shit like this. And then a fucking disqualification. Although we don't even know. 
There is no official. So I keep looking. Yeah, there's still not. I refresh it. It has updated to the point where now the main page says ends in turmoil. And when you click on <laughs> results or the article link, it just takes you to like the preview page. Yeah, it's so it doesn't even have anything. And I'm results, just doing the same thing. The actual results page is just it's every gone. match except for this. Yeah. So it's still there, but it's just it's every match but this one. Yeah, so some websites are saying disqualification, fiend wins. Um, uh, okay, so Wikipedia has now been updated to disqualification as well. Uh, that was the only lone holdout that was saying ends in no contest, which right. like technically they had a contest. You could end it in no winner, but because um, because ultimately it came down to this match for who's going to walk away our champion. Uh, though both belts are going to the Waterman household, uh, so we will update potentially with a champion as we get more details here. Yeah, uh, I'm inclined to think it's Carrie. I think it's probably going to be called a DQ. Yeah, which if it's a disqualification is the final like announcement of the results. Then Carrie is our champion. Tyler, your Intercontinental champion. Uh, I am hardcore. Who ends up Ms. Participation Award winner? Oh, that's a good question. Do we have that? Because um, I just don't want to think about the DQ anymore. I know, right? It's so sad. Because, like, what a really good show. Like, it, not every match was a, a 10, but overall, I was more invested in this than I have been in the last couple. And I liked the last couple. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you're right. Like, in the beginning, I was booing, and you said, well, the, like, it was actually a good pay-per-view yeah. at that point. But literally, like, my brain couldn't process anything after that fucking call got made. No. And I was like, no, the whole pay-per-view sucked because it's just so clouded by fucking failure at the end. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we talk a lot on these post-shows about, like, man, oh, man, was it great right up until it wasn't when you just blew the end. And this, I think this is the worst blown ending in any of the blown endings we've seen recently. Like, we've seen, you know, the the one where, like, the, what was it, Brock speared, or Roman speared Brock out of the cage, and, like, Roman landed first, but then Brock was still the champ. Like, we've seen dumb things like that, but this, I think Under, was... Undertaker Goldberg. Yeah, and that was, like, that was a weird botch, but, like, that was, that wasn't, like, a booking decision. Oh, yeah. Like, this right. was. Um, but I think this thing had so much, this thing was better than all those other matches up until the point of their fucked up ending that i think it, it makes it worse yeah i agree and i get not you, wanting to put the belt on the fiend this early i mean that was what you had talked about in the pre-show tyler but at the same time you can't you can't pull this like you cannot do this you can't leave it in a situation where no everyone who watched it doesn't know what happened like, yeah that's a failure to communicate that's not that's not tension that's no. not drama that's not a cliffhanger that's we literally don't understand what you showed us yeah and that sucks. Because there was no announcement in the arena. There wasn't like, but still, your universe, like, right. the winner by nothing. disqualification is The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, where everyone would have just booed anyway. Uh, and I think that, and the worst part of this is, is that you have this crappy ending, everyone's upset, and it's quiet because the announcers don't know what to say because it's just chaos and right. it's supposed to be scary and you're supposed to be like, oh my God. Like, they were talking softly being like, oh my God, The Fiend is dead. Oh, he's dead. Oh no! Like and in this moment of quietness, you then get the chance, and oh, the chance yeah. are bad. They're very bad. Chance. The chance are refunds. The chance are AEW. AEW. And the week of you know this big thing, like it's not like it was AEW and AEW doesn't premiere on TV until a month from now. Like AEW's here now, and they closed your show. Yeah, legit. Well, and and Joe pointed out somebody tweeted out like they had the closed captions on their their TV. 
and the closed captions for the black screen, like for yeah. the very end, just says crowds booing. Yeah, crowd boos. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. So, like, those chants are bad. Absolutely. You don't yeah. want those to end your show. No. You definitely don't want to end your show with all of the lights out, just your logo in the corner, and just booing. Well, and then to make it worse, the people who are there, the lights went up, they continued to boo, and they continued to chant refunds for like 10 to 15 minutes after. Yeah. Because it was. And like, refunds is a little extreme. Like, you got a good show for right. the majority. Like, I know that we don't like the ending, and I know that it's hard to say that the whole show was bad because the ending was so bad, but it's just, when you walk away with that taste in your mouth of just like, the last thing I saw was the worst possible thing you could have done. Right. Then it's like, it makes it really hard. Like, I want to like this show a lot more, but it, I'm still in shock over how stupid a call that was. But yeah. we do have another flavor, and that is AEW, so. Yeah, but like, and, but like, we still don't even know necessarily what that is. So, like, we have it, and we're going to continue. Like, I'm still going to It is yet to, to disappoint me, though. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But WWE just has so many more opportunities to do so, I feel like that's an unfair ratio. <laughs> no, I, I guess, but at the same TV time, league. like, if you spend more time with somebody, like, yeah, they're going to be, have more opportunity to disappoint you. Yeah. I'm still going to go with the one that doesn't, though. Yeah. Do you think they can recover this, though? Oh, absolutely. Come, come Monday? Yeah. Or early Friday? That's tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I don't remember which show. Well, the... Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Well, no, I mean, every... which show Rollins and... Raw is on tomorrow. Raw. Okay, yeah. Well, they're definitely so, going to be on. Raw. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah. how, do you, how do you repair this come tomorrow? Yeah, like, I don't think you what do. What do you do to fix this on the next episode of Raw? I don't know. I don't think I have, you do. I have no know. idea how you fix well, this. Because I don't know how you book it this way in the first place. There you go. Well, I mean, I have a feeling that there are writers currently scrambling their asses off to try and, like, you know, they're saying, okay, what do we do tomorrow to fix this? They might have already had a plan, but seeing the reaction, they said, like, oh, fuck, like... I mean, do you, do you put the belt on the fiend on Raw? Well, like, they're going to make up for it. I don't think it makes up for it either, but is, like, is that the move? Is that the, like, hastily done switch of, like... That could have been the plan the whole time, is we end in controversy, we get everyone to tune into Raw... And then we, the first, like, I wouldn't be surprised if by midnight tonight you get a tweet that says, like, tomorrow night on Raw, main event. The Fiend vs. Rollins. Yeah, a restart of the match or, like, one-on-one -on -one in a cage or something where there's, like, less room to, you know, get fucked up or whatever. Like, oh, like we need to restrict them even more. can't get outside and get anything. Correct. In. Yeah, like, we just need to restrict them even more for more brutality or something. Like, is that what we do? That could have been the plan the whole time, but I don't know. You can't ever not have the show end in booze anymore. Like, it's always going to be the thing. Mm -hmm. And when everyone's itching for a reason to jump and never watch again, like you kind of gave it to them. Yeah, for real. Between Which is Kofi a shame. And now this, like, get the fuck out of here. That's two. Like the the last two shows now have ended yeah. in things that are very very controversial. Um, I don't remember people booing for the um, Kofi Brock though. Oh yeah, the crowd was booing their brains out. Not like tonight. Not like tonight. Mm -hmm. But it was also a smaller crowd. I don't know. And also, it went oh, to the King Velasquez thing. thing so quickly afterwards that people instantly got distracted. Yeah. Too, yeah. yeah, they didn't have time to sit there and watch them do the the backboard spot hmm. and all these other things. So, yeah, I mean, overall, it was a, it was a good show, but the the endings just tarnish it. It's you know, it's the thing that we unfortunately see way too often. And like I talked at the top, Joe, about how I was more optimistic and trying to retain my optimism. So I, I still am kind of hoping that this spins out somehow, but I think you've kind of ruined the fiend, mm -hmm. which I mean, it's very wide. So why are we surprised? <laughs> it was bound to happen eventually, but 
Um, so what do you think? Uh, what do you think Cody's thinking right now? I don't know. I don't think they're. I think they're just like. I think they're probably just as confused as we are. Like, why would you do that? Why would you make that decision? My guess is also that they probably don't all watch this. I know the Bucks don't watch any WWE product at all. I mean, I mean, they're probably on Twitter right now. I mean, yeah, they very. They Matt Jackson co- yeah. tweeted out like, "See you guys on Wednesday." Yeah, like yeah, seven minutes after the show ended, they're like, "We'll be back with Dynamite live on Wednesday." Yeah. So like, they know what happens. They can say they don't watch it, maybe because they don't sit there in front of the TV with popcorn, like watching. But like, they know what happens. They know what's going on. Uh, you have to like, if you're a wrestling person, you're in tune with everything. And like, they have friends that work in the WWE that they yeah. probably want to see. Well, and so. I'm sure they're getting blasted with tweets being like, "Oh, you know, yeah, we're, we're canceling our subscriptions and coming back to the AEW." Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't think they necessarily like. I think they're probably just more confused than anything else. Of like, how do you book a disqualification in a no disqualification match? Like, how do you do that? Mm. X Pac doesn't even know. No, and X Pac's the smartest man. Yeah, wrestling, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, any final thoughts then for Hell in a Cell 2019? Boo! Yeah. Refunds. Refunds. That's what I figured you guys. Yeah, it's a shame. I wanted. I thought like up until that point, I thought we were going to have a really positive, really exciting post show. Because there was a lot of things that we liked throughout the night. Um, and then they caused us not to, <laughs> which is a shame. Again, just like SmackDown. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that'll do it then uh, for this edition of the Broken Clock Podcast main event. Remember, you can find the main event the Monday or Friday or Saturday after every WWE pay-per-view on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can also find our Gamescast, that same location where Joe, Johnny, and I uh, talk about the news of the week in video games. So check that out as well. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what your match of the night was and how do you spin uh, the no DQ in a Hell in a Cell match. If you can, uh, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast main event, my name is Adam. I'm, I'm Johnny. Adam. That's Tyler. (laughs) And I'm Joe. (laughs) And thanks so much for listening. (laughs) Well, that was terrible, and everything about it is terrible, and I blame Joe. Okay.